Pro. Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. Did you sniffle as soon as you? No, that wasn't even me. Was that was me. <laughs> I want one podcast where we're all healthy. I'm normal. This is the first time I think I've not been a hundred percent. In terms of Devin is consistently sickness. sick no matter the time of year. He's always a little sick. Yeah, well. I'm getting over being sick right now. So we're all gonna sound amazing today. Yeah. hundred percent. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you want me to do the the, the intro? No, the the morning zoo? No, really don't. <laughs> can do the, just keep on going with that. I can do the intro as morning zoo. Don't. Part of me wants you to kill yourself. Uh, (laughs) I bet. Uh, Speaking of killing yourself, you would be dead if you didn't catch this issue of Mexman that you're listening to. Or if you happen to be in this arc of Rosenberg's run. (laughs) People died. Uh, Yeah, so I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And you are listening to the Mexman right now. Unless this is on in the background, you're just kind of hearing it. Uh, Yeah, so today... We got a couple different things we're going over, mainly the ending of uh, Rosenberg's X Men run. Uh, oh, primarily. Primarily, the yeah. Of, that, yeah. That's why like I said mainly. Only. Mainly means primarily. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're both the words that uh, can interchange <laughs> for each other. <laughs> and then just like I guess covering some additional stuff that's out right now that we can just talk about. Oh, we are. You yeah, can. We can just talk about. We're just gonna skip over Hawks and Fox. We can talk about everything. We'll do it all. Entire history of X-Men today on X-Men. <laughs> I thought we were going to, like, do, all right. I just don't know if, uh, how long we can talk about just. I mean, it was pretty great. Was, I thought it was dense. That's why the notes I went back to take, th- those are just specific things. I wanted to make sure I didn't forget. All right. Uh, but it was, Rosenberg was great. Yeah, yeah I thought it was great. Reading it again, I was like, you know, what, You know what sucked? Having to read Omega really? to tie in. I didn't think that sucked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to go over Omega again. No, it's just a sad didn't boy. go over it last time. Really? Sad boy X-Man. Just. Yeah, he was. Just, man, I just, I keep trying and I keep trying and I keep trying. You just don't appreciate me. Gene didn't give a fuck. Well. Like, let's leave. I, honestly, I couldn't tell who was on his side and who wasn't. Everyone was kind of wishy-washy. Where they were like, yeah, he was so nice what he did. But also, fuck this place. This ain't real. The prisoner people wanted to kill him. But then even they didn't. Like, Beast was like, I'm going to kill you. And like, oh, you got to pay for your crimes. <laughs> you you got to pay, George. You got to pay. I don't know why you chose that voice. I don't know. Yeah, like, Where did he go, go, George? Where did he go? Yeah. I don't know. Nature Girl wanted to stay. Somebody else wanted to stay. Yeah, I didn't quite understand Nature Girl's deal there. Nature Girl. What a shit yeah. name. Nature Girl. I mean, come on now. There's tons of shitty names. Yeah. Strong guy. Straw guy is a wonderful name. Buff you take dude. that back. Buff it dude. gets to the point. Yeah, it's the same thing. Nature girl, it's not like... boy, <laughs> fast boy. It's like what is he? He's just like he's just a guy, and he happens to be strong. Yeah, yeah he's not overselling himself. Yeah, he's not like a Hercules man or infinite power dude. Be even better. He's just a strong the guy. Power <laughs> yeah. Dude. No, but I'm, the nature like tons of superhero names are just trash. They're even more trash when they're boy though. For yeah, some he is a character who like they were like. Fucking do this. Just so they're different. Like, like he has the stupidest hair in all of comics, probably. 
And then he has a really stupid body where he's got these itty, those itty bitty legs, but the big torso and it's shoulders and everything. Day. Yeah. So he's like Joe from Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah, but like more exaggerated. It is funny because you got like Power Man, so he's just a strong dude. And he's got or stupid eyes. Oh yeah, they're like little beady eyes. Yeah. Like little telescope, like little whatever the fucks. Eyes. No, yeah. like they took binoculars, right? Oh yeah. And then they like, like broke goggles. them in half and then just st- like shoved them oh, in his yeah, face. Yeah. Just Two stuck them, right? Yeah. He's stupid. You know, fuck strong guy. (laughs) I turned on this. You completely turned, you (laughs) flip-flopper. No, I was convinced by myself. Everyone heard it in real time. I haven't read anything with strong guy in it, like, much anyway. And, like, his X-Factor run, I didn't read that. And he was in New Mutants, too. Wasn't he, like, the older New Mutants when they became X-Force or something? Or was it just X-Factor? I believe he was. I don't know, but apparently he loses his soul at one point and just murders the shit. Out of uh, Rain's family. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, he doesn't like puppies. <laughs> it's fucked up. He doesn't. He likes cats, though. Yeah. Which, speaking of New Mutants, man, uh, I just gotta reiterate, do not like how Hickman writes Siliana. Did you call her Siliana? Siliana. <laughs> She's silly. Oh, Siliana. <laughs> he writes her just like a, a some random white chick. Like a some like random boom boom? white chick. No. She has no Russian She's accent. at least, like, kind of a cool white chick, huh? What? Boom Boom's not cool? No, that's what I was saying. Boom Boom is cool. Yeah, right, so, oh. He's saying Boom Boom's the cool one. Ileana's she's just... Not. No, she's just, I like coffee. You know, yeah. Oh, that's like, what I was saying, uh, like a basic white girl? Yeah. yeah like the... Yeah. But the ones who have, like... Life. She's got shit to prove, so she's, like, beating up on people. She likes pumpkin spice? Probably. I mean... Uh, yeah. Like... Apparently that jug of uh, coffee was all the pumpkin spice, and she was like, "It's just mine's now." I'm pretty sure it was fifty percent shit. Maybe that coffee. Well, yeah, I mean, in the context, the, of the only story. person who wouldn't drink it was the person who saw it being made. Yeah, gross. It's one of those things where they reuse the grounds. Um, I think it's more like those things where they feed all the coffee grounds to elephants and then they and then pick they them fit. out of their shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which I don't know I how. It was like a deer. They do it with a bunch of different stuff. Oh, gross. It's just like the Lots bigger animal, the more expensive it is. Did not know. <laughs> All right, yeah, so... Um, you know, I heard that raspberry, the artificial flavor of it, is made from a gland that comes from, like, rick anus. No, it's uh, vanilla and beaver anus. Ah! No, 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 I heard it was raspberry, too, for, like, a different thing. I think it's just ash, uh, extract in general comes from... Beaver anus? Yeah, but, like... Primarily vanilla, and then they like flavor it into other things. That's really weird. Who's testing anus? That's what I want to know. Uh, yeah, who's the guy? We who's got a couple like, friends with like testing anus. This job. That's what I need to know. <laughs> Professional anus tester. By the way, too many. Too many. Too many. <laughs> Everybody's eating anus. <laughs> Apparently, it's vanilla flavor. You just got to call it that for now. It's not eating ass, it's eating anus. <laughs> eating anus. <laughs> that sounds so much worse. Uh you know, it sounds like an Arby's. Thing. Uranus is in retrograde right now. <laughs> it, it reminds me of like a fucking pastry. A strawberry anus. <laughs> That's so gross. Oh god, that also That's... makes me think it's like a prolapse thing. Uranus is in retrograde. Yeah, yeah. The, but it's also a true statement. <laughs> I guess. I think it's Uranus. All right. Yeah. yeah. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Tomato. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do you wanna you wanna get in more into? Um, All right, uh, the uncanny stuff. Yeah. So or, uh, are you done with uh, the 
else world or the whatever it is. Omega? We didn't go. What? Well, I thought we would tie in. Or Omega. It's, uh, okay. Yeah. You do you. Okay, oh, that was at the end, yeah. You do you, boo boo. Okay. I, what I figured we would do is like uncanny up until like 21 and then throw in Omega and then 22. Because yeah. that's how it takes place. Makes sense. And what were you talking about? That was the other thing? Elseworld. Uh, Elseworld? That, that's, it's a different world. It was the Omega. Oh. That was oh, the okay. Elseworld. What? Um, you were making me think of a whole other thing. I did read a, a couple of things. I mean, I could go over Dead Man Logan right now, and then we can save. Oh, did uh, we ever tie out, like in like the other stuff? That the side stuff that we were covering before? Uh, like, War of the Realms was supposed to get wrapped up. Yeah, and did we wrap up uh, X-Force and all that stuff? Uh, I mean, uh, Dead Man Logan just finished. I don't know if you... Uh, I don't think you wrapped up X-Force. Cause, uh, we probably so, should have talked about this beforehand. Yeah, well, <laughs> X-Force ends. Um, I'll, I'll save the, the uh, after Hawks and Pox books for later. Okay. We'll yeah. just do those at that a different time. Yeah. Because then we can get back to the semblance of context. No. Okay, Okay. Well, we don't. I, just get back to the morning zoo voice. Oh, please don't. Uh, <laughs> I will be the first podcast that has an on-air suicide. I don't even think at this before. point it would be the first. There's so many podcasts. Like, what we probably it, just don't know about it. This is fucked up. But would we get in trouble if I, uh, if I posted that? I don't know. Like Jake Paul with all the fucking dead bodies. Maybe, but like... Aren't there, like, on YouTube or on Facebook suicides? Oh, I'm sure, but I, those people, I think it's, like, more Facebook Live and oh, stuff. Could you really know in a podcast? I mean, they wouldn't even know if you killed yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just, like, sounds and then no sounds. Yeah, so I'll just edit in some gun effects. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, so X-Force, it just turns out that uh, Strife, not a good guy. Kind of a dick. No. Yeah. You take that back. Oh, he's so bad. He came to my bat mitzvah. <laughs> I didn't know you were Jewish. I'm not. All right. He <laughs> also threw me one, and I was confused. <laughs> um, so I thought that a better story was actually going to happen. That, that's, that was your fault. It was. Because I told you both it was not going to be good. Well, you also thought uh, Amazing Nightcrawler was going to be amazing. Yeah, but I was wrong right away. <laughs> Um, you, you took a couple issues. Ten issues. Yeah. Ten issues. Ten, is- ten issues of Ten mine. issues. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that what you went on your feet? Yeah. Uh, Reeboks. All right. I know. They're not the popular brand. No. They're, they're not sponsoring they're not, this podcast, though. They are. Yeah. Everybody knows. said what? Ten issues. Hey, I got uh, all that Adidas money, and you're going to keep on talking about Reeboks? <laughs> Any, anyway, uh... It was, oh man, like, it's bad. <laughs> I, like, I'm trying to think of, like, how to start. You sound like you're laying down the vocal samples for the uh, music of Push It. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, ah, push it. <laughs> it was, uh, Push it real good. So, they, they were in that weird, like, not Transylvania country <laughs> with that guy who definitely was the actor who played in Heroes. Yeah. Was the, the general? Yeah, the brother from Euros. Yeah, and he was a uh, agent's shield. Yeah, that guy. Definitely, definitely that yeah. guy, but with like a real like thick, not Transylvanian mustache, but like kind of. Yeah, yeah, he had a, the mustache. He had an agent's shield. Yeah, but no, like, 
but it had like a wisp at the end. Like it was like kind of it was it's weird. So the hipster version of him. No, more like Albanian. Like it's just like a fake country in that region. That's where they are. Transia, like, right? Like, That's what the name of the the place was. I look at you. You're totally just reading a different comic. Only yeah, he's, read Justin it. is just reading he, comics. Also, <laughs> no one would have known that. Uh, he's also the only other person who read it. But Hold out. <laughs> he's reading the entire book right now. He's reading Hot Shots. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think there's, uh, I think in that area, uh, in that vague European area that they have in Marvel... There's just a shit ton of different countries that they made up. Yeah, like Good. Sokovia and shit. Yeah, like Sokovia and um, uh, the Latveria. I know Latveria is right next to Silver Sable's country. I don't remember what her country's called though. Oh, I uh, didn't know she was from a country over there. Yeah, she's the leader of a country. Oh wow, they're like enemies with Latveria. So I think all of those vaguely European countries are right together, and then the only other made-up place that isn't by them is Wakanda. I just realized she must have had, like, way more of an arc than I gave her credit for. Because you don't read Spider-Man. Why would I read Spider-Man to find out about Sil- Sil- uh, Silver Sable? You don't, you don't, you don't, yeah, all of her shit, she's a Spider-Man character. She's not her own person. You take it back. She's like Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> she be her own Cloak, person. And, Cloak and Dagger are just Spider-Man characters. They don't really get their own comics. You're they did, though. They had their something. own show. Yeah, which was weird because they don't get their own comics. Yeah, they do. They have a big ass run. They were X Men. They just had a fucking trade. They had despite a, not being mutants. They had a run in the nineties, and they're they're mutants in the Ultimate they're Universe. They're mutants now. Um, they're mutants now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're uh, they had their run in the nineties, and then they had a digital only release a couple years ago. I think that was. They uh, do not get their own comics. Year. But yeah, it was a digital only release. Yeah, they don't give good characters to digital only. Look at you now. Well, they came credit out, to their accomplishments when you just listed them. I think it came out in trade. And they don't count. Trade form, not single issues. Okay. They're, they're the least cool ones out of the digital release, too. Fuck All right. Cooking anyway. Is it Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist? And then... So they were there in that place of that region. Silver Sable? No. <laughs> the uh, X-Force, that team. And uh, they were looking – because they were looking for Rachel – who was a hound at the time, because this is all coming off of the, the Just heels. Just like Batman. What? He's always looking for Rachel. Oh. Go on. Okay. Anyway, uh, Ahab ends up being like a prisoner who's supposed to be coming up with a mutant cure for them, despite there already being a mutant cure and like going on in the Uncanny books. Simcaria, by the way, is where Silver Sable's from. Cool. I know people <laughs> were wondering. So... <laughs> <laughs> are you, you gonna go on or i don't wanna it's stupid okay strike like it just turns out just to be do a, weird a quick thing. summary it doesn't have to be a whole thing oh strife's a dick strife's a dick and all I, right moving on like he, all right so the timeline that cable came from apparently was dissolving because of changes he made and strife was all like oh no you don't erase my timeline and then starts this whole weird thing where uh, Transia is supposed to be a mutant uh, safe haven, but because he wants to stockpile mutants to be there so he can turn them to be part of his army, to say fuck you to Cable. Meanwhile, he's like fucking with the normies that Cable's friends with, like the Ascani, right? Or whatever they're called. But, you know, they're not really like mutants, they're just people. I- anyway, 
turns out he's like in love with some chick, not Strife, Cable, Kid Cable. It's like some girl who's kind of a five. <laughs> How is that? You skipped over everything. Except- well, because, dude, it gets so many pages of just her getting the techno organic virus because uh, it starts like eating Cable and it like takes over his room and starts seeping into her cell because they're jailed next to each other. X-Force saves Cable, they kick Strife's ass, everything goes back to normal, he says I love you to what's-her-face, I can't even remember her name, but, you know. And, the end. It sucked. It was dumb. It was, you have it done in three issues, and then move on to something more interesting. They could have done it in no issues. And then, really, it was just Rachel. They, like, they, she got her mind back and was like, I'm so powerful, and beat up everyone with mind powers. Show me on the doll where this uh, comic run touched you. <laughs> <laughs> you see, upset, and I understand it. Where's the doll's wallet? We don't have to it's keep over there. We don't have to keep hurting you by talking about this. <laughs> we can move on. Fuck that book. But yeah, X Force. It's actually like the reason I don't want to check out the current run of X Force, just because I just felt like they were tied in. So I'm, I was getting each of them, and actually, it seemed to be pretty important. Uh, random cast though to be X-Force yeah Gene's on there right yeah and Beast Beast deserves to be on there since he's an asshole they seem to throw like a couple random teams together for this yeah Yeah, they put Apocalypse on it yeah Yeah, Apocalypse too and Gambit well I guess Gambit kind of makes sense for Excalibur but when you read it Gambit makes sense and Apocalypse I guess makes sense but they're they're going at it from a perspective that Apocalypse is a sorcerer which I didn't know was a thing he's a wizard yeah. Wizard Apocalypse. He also is not going by Apocalypse anymore. What is he going by? He's Evan? going by, uh, <laughs> you know, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> well, Evans' is, uh, other name. No, no, no. It's Genesis' name. Yeah, it's but he's Apocalypse. No, he's it's not a son. He's a clone. That's Kid, kid Apocalypse. He's a reincarnation. Which is him. That just means it's him. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, no, that's what it is. I guess. But it's one of those Krakoan letters. A Krakoan letter. And I was too lazy to look it up. Yeah. Um, and he's constantly just, uh, you know, telling people, I'm not Apocalypse anymore. I'm Blur Abler. So he's good now? Well, they Blur-dabber? all are. Supposedly. They all are? What do you mean? Like all mutants? All mutants. All mutants get a fresh start on Krakoa. Well, unless you're Sabretooth. Yeah. Is he bad? Well, he fucked up right away. He did. Right away. They, they made an example, and you, you have to stop touching the mic. That was my bad. I was fixing the screen. Know, but yeah, you've done it so many times. But uh, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna go into. All right, you got any? You more? didn't think it was riveting? Do you want X Force? Do you want to be no. trash? I'll let you talk about it more. You want to talk about it more? I'm surprised you even remembered that shit. Um, I'm just gonna say we did it, people. We uh, we made it through Dead Man Logan. Okay, um, started off strong. Uh, then it went to the original universe, started to slow down, real slow down, but here we are, issue 12, we made it. Congrats. Uh, so, in the the last issue, um, Sabretooth, who, you know, is, is basically like a Frankenstein Sabretooth now, he's all, like, stitched together from pieces that Wolverine cut up, uh, so, uh, they're getting their ass beat, uh, the team of, uh, Logan, or Old Man Logan, uh, Danny Cage and um, uh, the Bruce Banner's Hulk son. 
Well, well, wait a minute here. One of the retarded ones? Well, I mean, the... the... <laughs> Alright, beep that out. <laughs> no, I'm keeping it in. <laughs> you should just censor the fuck out of that. One of the incestuous offspring? Um, I don't know how he was uh, made. Who I think was it was like challenge or something. <laughs> but so Sabretooth, though. No, he's super smart. He just doesn't, like, he's not very social. Oh, well, I just... He reads I re- all the time. From what I remember of the uh, Old Man Logan universe, it was just a bunch of, like, wild, stupid hawkling. They are, like, but this one was found as a baby, and they raised it. Oh. Uh, so Danny spent, like, Danny raised this, like, little Bruce Hulk all the way up. He blindsided him. Little Bruce Hulk. Uh, I guess. Uh, but, uh, so in the last issue, their, um, uh, Thor's hammer was just kind of in the area where they were fighting, and it's been there forever since Thor died because nobody's been able to pick it up and move it. Oh. Uh, and... Wolverine's healing factor isn't working anymore, and he's been beat down and beat down. Uh, and he's got one little thing left of, uh, I forget what it's called, but it basically jump starts his healing factor. Um, cocaine? So, yeah, it's exactly, it's like liquid cocaine. Yeah, cocaine. Uh, not the drug, the energy drink that they made in the 2000s. Oh, that was, those are terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really burned. Yeah, they, they like made your teeth fall out as soon as you drank them. But, um, so they're... Completely getting beat down. Bruce is the only one who can do anything, and he they like subdue him right away. Is this little Bruce? Yeah, uh, <laughs> little Bruce. Uh, so uh, Wolverine is like is all beaten down. They're about to kill him. Uh, they're beating on Danny, and then all of a sudden the fucking hammer just flies right into her hand, and she gets all the Thor powers, and she seems pretty dope as Thor, like. Uh, but she she wipes everybody out in, like, the first few pages of this. Uh, and then, like, that fight's over. Uh, so she, like, uh, Wolverine is like, oh, I got to help her even though she's got it handled. So he takes the last of his drug and tries to fight Sabretooth. And Sabretooth just grabs him by the throat as soon as he does that. And uh, Wolverine stabs him in the face. Or he stabs him in the neck and rips across but for some reason, his body falls into multiple pieces. Wolverine's body falls in? No, Sabretooth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does um, he still have a healing factor? Sabretooth? Well, you said it was all stitched up, right? He, he's a bunch of different body parts stuck together. Yeah. His body parts, though, right? Yeah. Because that's all it's like. He, but, uh, need to be I mean, they are up. different colors, though. He's like, fucking Sabretooth, so wouldn't you, like, if you just stitch him? He well, he's super heal. old, like Wolverine, so I'm, it, I'm sure he can't regrow body parts. The they just heal yeah. together. Yeah, so I figured he wouldn't need the stitch. Like, after it's stitched on. It would heal, and then you can take the fucking stitches out. But it wouldn't look as cool. No. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's be Franken tooth over that's here. That's why you don't design for Marvel. Yep, that's why. Because you make logical decisions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he, he stabs him in the face, and his body just or cuts his head off, and his body falls into a bunch of little pieces. There's um, also comic logic. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I'm sure there was just, like, one thing in his neck, I guess, holding him together. Uh he unraveled the string and everything. <laughs> like but his, uh, the, his last dose of the thing to jumpstart his healing factor uh, isn't even working when he takes that. So they dispatch, like, the rest of the bad guys, um, and he's just, like, sitting there dying. So Danny takes him to uh, where his family's buried, and he basically just, like, talks to his family as he dies. And Danny and uh, Bruce uh, dig another grave and bury him with his family. Huh. And... Uh, Depressing. At the end of every one of these issues, they post a um, uh, like a funeral, like a obit- obituary in the newspaper. 
Uh-huh. Like, that's the last page of everyone is for, like, uh, they have one for, like, Captain America and, like, a bunch of different people that died up to this. And in this issue, the last one is obviously Wolverine. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's – and the weird thing about it uh, that's kind of the last thing I have for this is, like, they're kind of – Danny and Bruce are kind of matter-of-fact. Like, from what they say, it's – they're like, oh, we're sad. But oh, they're like very exposition. It's kind of like uh, like the John Mulaney joke about how uh, when you're Irish, or it's either Irish or Scottish. You're like very numb to things. You're like your son dies. You're like oh bury the boy, bury the boy. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. So there's it's just them like oh like he wouldn't want us to be sad. Just bury him with his family and they take off. And that's that's the end. Is just them driving away. Well, and they didn't really spend a lot of time with him, right? No, this he he basically raised Danny after uh, her parents died. And then he spent a decent amount of time. In the primary universe where he didn't give a fuck about her. And she was probably like, where the fuck did he go? And then he comes back and like, where the fuck have you been? And he's yeah, like, but he explains oh, well, it to him. That is a big plot you know, point was, where they're like, where the fuck were you? Because obviously Bruce has grown up since then. Yeah. But um, yeah. It, it just ends with her saying like, we need a place. To, they're they're going to stop running around and traveling and just kind of set up roots somewhere. Yeah. Let's with, go get a cheeseburger. Yeah. Cheeseburger. That doesn't sound bad at all, actually. Cheeseburger. Are we doing that? Going to get a cheeseburger? Oh, no, like, oh Wolverine's dead? Let's go get a cheeseburger. <laughs> That's what you do when Wolverine's dead. Yeah. Wait, isn't the world, like, post-apocalyptic in Wolverine's future? Sort of. It's... So, like... It's... There's still, like, there stores a... and stuff and gas stations still and... Burgers. Okay. Shit. Still burgers. Shit. Still burgers. That's what I was just trying to figure it's, out. It's just, like... It's as... Like, everything's kind of reduced down to mom-and-pop shops... And, uh, like, roving gangs. So it's like if Mad Max had, like, a bunch of quickie marts. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, that was, and that was the end of Dead Man Logan. Just imagining, like, a poo, like, trying to deal with a bunch of Don't Mad Max characters. Don't do the I'm not doing the voice. I can't do the voice. <laughs> like, saying. Like, two years ago, society got all together and decided it wasn't okay anymore. Which is weird. Yeah, made him lose his job. Yeah. Kind of fucked up, but uh, you uh, did you want to finish off hot shots? I guess. Or? Yeah, I'll finish off hot shots. I'm gonna fucking make this really short though, because not much really happened. I it's mean, a book. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. Well, we left off with they ended up getting the celestial power. They were chasing after this doctor that got it because it had landed and he ended up messing with it and or a scientist. It landed and they experimented on it and the celestial power took over him. So apparently that stuff spreads. Like if you t- touch it, you'll get it. Like they keep calling it cooties. So cooties. <laughs> the, Domino ends up getting it. So White Fox tries <laughs> to betray her. Yeah. So White Fox tries to betray her and get it for herself. Domino ends up beating up White Fox, kicks her out of the group, and then they go to try to stop the doctor. Domino is trying to fight off the celestial power because it kind of it makes you go crazy that having that much power. You know, it's like a dark phoenix type thing. So they end up finding the doctor. Domino accepts the celestial power and it was pretty sweet when she accepted the power because she had this do you guys remember when cyclops oh you didn't read bendis but do you remember when cyclops lasers or fucking optic blast how dare you know. how dare well, you yeah. the they're cover, supposed to be a fan it looked like a laser on the cover it was like all crooked like it didn't go straight anymore yeah so that's when his powers were broken yeah when his powers were broken so she has a celestial power she turns like all white and glowing and she still got the guns and when she shot the guns it did like it didn't go straight. It shot like a laser that was like all zigzagging and shit through the air. Oh, like um, Dark Side's uh, yeah weird thing. Yeah, his Omega Beam. So it shot like that, and uh, she shot that dude in his head, killed him. Omega Beam sounds like if you had dice. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, right? 
Well, I don't know how to read DC. If you have like two dice that have like different words on them, and you're like, oh, what's this superpower going to be named? Omega? <laughs> yeah. Beam. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can go. do that with most things in comic book, but... No, like, he can change the direction of them as they're going, so they'll, like, Let's bank around up. stuff. And, yeah. So that the that issue, issue four, ends with, they beat that dude, but it turns out uh, his wife, who was also a scientist with him at the place, tried to stop him previously, and he, so he stopped her and put her in a cocoon. He thought he killed her, but it ends with her rising out of the cocoon and showing up, like, I'm about to kill you fuckers for killing my husband. So it, issue five is the same exact thing as issue four. They... Fight that girl instead of the guy. Domino uses the celestial power again, kills her, or doesn't kill her, but stops her, and that ended. Oh, yeah, it was like really weird. Cool. Yeah, it was two of the same thing. I mean, it was kind of cool to see her as uh, the celestial. That was pretty sweet. But other than that, that was about it. But the art was really good. I mean, the writing was good too. Gail Simone wrote it, so it ended with like a, a to be continued for the group. So I'm hoping they do more. I'm surprised they honestly got as much material out of Domino as they did because. It she doesn't have much to her, and they're just like what? More and more, just throwing shit like for like she got a solo series and then a team book right after that. That seems like a lot for Domino when well, Cloak and Dagger can't get a comic. You you didn't read X Force, right? So Domino's like a. I read the first issue. Fun character though. You the one that just happened? No, the one the one you just oh. talked the one you just cried over. No, 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 no. Sorry, no. I meant the the current X Force. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's unfortunate what no, happens no, no, to Domino. No, no, no. What happened to Domino? Uh, spoilers. It, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> uh, it's implied, but pretty heavily, that she gets her skin ripped off. Oh, sweet. Damn. And worn by other dudes. What? Yep. So, it like it opens with like she's trying to infiltrate an anti-mutant group that looks Court of Owls-ish. And they're like, alright, well, before we begin the meeting, quick test. Everyone stab your fingers and we're going to run for the like a synthesis for the X-Gene, right? And she was like, ah, well, fuck, guess the gloves are coming off. And then she, you see that it's white skin, and then she starts fighting. And she gets captured by them. And then that group later is the one that infiltrates Krakoa. Except their readings are all that, like, Domino's coming back. And they keep making references of, like, where's Domino? I don't know. And then someone's like, oh, it says she's coming back in now, but you don't see Domino. Instead, you see all these people... With oddly, like, white marks all over their bodies. Damn. That, like, implies, like, like stitched into their bodies. That implies that they had her skin grafted onto their bodies so that they would read as a mutant coming oh, to Fucked up. So she's dead now, or? I don't know. Dead? Better not be dead. Well, right. definitely skin. I mean, even if she is dead, they're just going to rebirth her right yeah, away. True. Well, can rebirth they? Rebirth her? They, Did you just say rebirth They her? kill Xavier. Yeah, so, that's what they're. That's what. The, would you have a better name for what they do? Resurrect. They don't yeah. resurrect. They. It's an egg. Yeah, they oh, do okay. rebirth. Yeah. They reincarnate. I didn't read that stuff. So I was like, "What are you rebirth?" No, it's kind of a reincarnation. Each one of them, but like an instant well, reincarnation. It's just oh, okay. like a rebirth. Yeah, but it sounds better than rebirthed. Coming out of the. Oh, this is just opinion. By the way, have I mentioned why? Yeah, uh, but it's two against have, one. Have I mentioned so why? It's uh, a better opinion. Krakoa is always funny to me. Is because the do you remember the SpongeBob episode where they all get superpowers? Yeah, no. you know, I think yeah. Squidward. <laughs> yeah. Squidward is a has a volcano on his head, and every time he shoots lava out, he goes Krakatoa. Oh, so at least you knew what I was talking about. Yeah. I, I think of that too. Whenever yeah. I think of okay. All right, so yeah, that, uh, do you have anything else you want to add about Domino? 
Uh, Outlaw was dope. I don't know. Do you guys know who Outlaw is? No. 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 Yeah, so that's the only thing I've ever read her in. She's just a super strong cowgirl, and she was pretty badass. Oh, cool. Not enough cowgirl superheroes. I know. There's like, like three? There's like a fifth of Wonder Woman, and that's about it. It's just oh, like the lasso. lasso. Well, then there's uh, Wonder Girl, right? Who also used the lasso? Which just, you know, Wonder Does Woman. Wonder but... Yeah, but this is like... Wonder Man doesn't. I know that. No, no. lasso. He's I an mean, actor. Just like Western yeehaw and shit like that. With he could have done cowboy spaghetti hat. westerns. He might have. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's it for uh, Hot Shots. All right. So, <clears throat> the end of Uncanny X-Men uh, that we're going to cover, 18 through 22, with uh, Omega thrown in there at the end, which you already know this by now because we've said it in such a shitty way. Tell him again. I did. No, one more time. I did to be concise and get us on track, dick. No, one more time. Right. <laughs> uh, Keep doing it. This is going to be the rest of the podcast. You want me to keep doing that? Yeah. The rest of the podcast? Yeah. All right. So what we're going to do is cover Uncanny, <laughs> Uncanny <laughs> you, X-Men. You couldn't get it through once without laughing. <laughs> we're going to cover Uncanny X-Men 18 right, through 22 we'll with on. Omega thrown in. But before we do that, we're going to cover Uncanny X-Men 18 through 22 with Omega thrown in. Did you just break your pen? No. Nope. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> All right. So um, what are we doing? Covering Uncanny <laughs> X-Men 18 through 22. With Omega thrown in. All right, let's do that. Yep. So, in Uncanny X-Men... <laughs> <laughs> that was on accident, wasn't it? 18, uh, <laughs> which we'll be covering <laughs> through 22. All right, I think they get the point now. Uh, uh, but we will also be throwing in Omega. <laughs> Where are you throwing in Omega, though? You were first? <laughs> Between 21 and 22. <laughs> All right. But we will All be right. starting with 18. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and do Uncanny X-Men 18. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. Just, just do it. This uh, bit was dead three times ago. <laughs> we keep on. Um, we're beating yeah. a dead horse. Okay. 18. Uh, they The X-Men, they realize that... Well, they don't realize. they. It's revealed that the uh, person that they thought was Captain America that they were working with all yep. this time was actually Mystique, because of course it was. And then she, she by blatantly being racist against mutants, it, they were just like, that's totally Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> that just sold their point so much more. Well, which is funny kind of what happens later. But um, So you find out that that's Mystique. Actually, uh, she, now that I'm thinking about it, her as Captain America was the nicer Captain America. Yep. Because she was just yep, that's what I was saying. Was funny. He later. was the, the real one. Was the one at the racist rally. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna come back around to that, but uh, yep, that's yep, jumped to yeah. Just All right. Get around town. Uh, anyway, you find that out, um, and that Emma's been subtly controlling the X Men's moves, and whoa, that... whoa, whoa, not controlling, suggesting. Well, no, no, you find out their suggestions in the next book. Because it's a softer side to it, but like they still have it kind of a menacing, like oh, okay. that they've been controlled by Emma this whole time. Um, meanwhile, you have uh, Chamber murders the fucking Marauders, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> they go to Flame which is crazy because like one minute they're like waiting on a train, and the next minute they're like, "Oh, we're getting the fuck out of here!" Because they see the X Men, <laughs> and then he's like, "Ah, fuck all you guys! You're all getting murdered." 
and then he gets killed because that's what happens when you murder a bunch of people. You somehow end up dying. That's the I lesson, guess. kids. Yep. Don't yeah. murder. Yeah. If right. you're going to murder, make it under three people. Yeah. You maybe won't get stabbed in the chest with a harpoon. Maybe. Which is a thing that happens. Um, which, weird, right? Because uh, he dies, and the so, so many of these characters die. And then Xavier brings them all back. This is I'm jumping forward to a Hox and Pox question. Whoa, but, spoiler alert. What they do? Retroactive spoiler. Yeah. I'll edit in. I won't. But I'll, <laughs> I'll edit in Justin saying spoiler alert before he said Chamber is in one of the books. Um, I think Excalibur. And he still doesn't have a... Like, he got brought back to life. Doesn't have a jaw and it's all fiery. Does he blow his jaw off every time he gets brought back to life? Because that's got to fucking suck. I I mean, I don't know much about uh, the Marauders and stuff like that. I just assumed that... Let's um, talk about Chamber. Or whatever, uh, the Morlocks. Or what is it? What is his what group? What are you talking about? You know, he, his group the Sewer People. Oh, that's not his group. That just happened to be who he was with. He was an X-Men yeah, I think he was in Generation but X. I don't. Yeah, I don't know much about him, but I just assumed that um, it was just part of the mutation that, like, he had a fire jaw or something. Oh no! Is his jaw out. made of fire? No, it's he... inside him. But I think he blew it out because he can't hold it in there. So I think he would have to blow it out. He's blowing his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's just weird. Because I'm, I'm proud of you right now because you did not make a Shatterstar joke. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> that's more of an exploded star, not a shattered star. But I, right. uh, yeah. Anyway, he, he dies. Just the better end. I would suck those the other end. <laughs> Maybe that's what, like, yeah. That's like the option he has. There's actually One Beatles. Or the other. There's actually Beatles that do that. They shoot like flies if, out of their ass. What, what the fuck? What if he didn't know that though, right? And then he gets brought back like the first time uh, by Xavier through the pod. And then, like, so he unleashes his power, but it does blow his ass up. And then he decides, no, kill me. I need to come back again <laughs> I'm not and live fix like this. That. I won't live like this. And then they do, and he loses well, the jaw again. I guess there was a, a pretty good chance that when they brought Cyclops back that he could have just been shooting uh, optic blasts uncontrollably through the shell before they got him out. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, also so a weird one, that. though. Yeah, him, because he should be able to control it. Yeah. If he didn't fall and hit his head. Yeah, but, you know, Comics. They got to come back the same, I guess. I guess. I mean, he does say he makes a copy of them right at that moment. Yeah, so I guess if it's a psychological thing, like and don't Josh they Whedon say it's implied, a psycho- Yeah, it's they say it's a psychological thing. Then it makes him. sense for him to come back with that issue. Yeah. Also, Xavier's a dick. He could have helped him get over that psychological thing. Yeah. This entire time, Emma tried. Yeah. Jean could have helped at all. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't do anything. The two more powerful telepaths were like, nah. <sighs> You know, that's what Jean does. It's like, I just figured that shit out. She's like, no, take your visor off. I'll hold your thing back. She just messed with his brain. Yeah! He's controlling it, and she's like, I'm so powerful. Exactly, that's exactly what happens at the end but of this Emma's book. But Emma's seen fuck. as the manipulative one. Yeah, well, I mean, she is. Yeah, okay, we'll but she's up front of a lot how of manipulation. manipulative she is. She did for a good cause. She explains why she was manipulative after the fact, but yeah. Um... Also, I feel like she would, she could be just as convincing without her power. Because that's that's what happens in the next issue. But uh, so just before that, um, the X Men end up fighting uh, Sinister, but not just any Sinister. Like this is a Sinister off the set of uh, well, no Power Rangers because 
does a Megazord thing where he puts all the awesome. bodies of his Sinisters together to make one big Sinister. I think it was hilarious he showed up like as the Fire Brigade. They came with the fire hose and shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm picturing a, a Sinister halfway through battle. Another Sinister comes and attaches itself to his back and he can fly now. See, I was picturing like Sexy Fireman. Don't ask me why. <laughs> Sinister, sexy fireman. I think it's Which like, is weird because you're like, always a little bit thinking about sexy fireman. Probably. Uh, no, but it is weird because they came as the fire brigade very specifically. Like they knew Sinister, the, the other clone was going to make a fire. Like they knew there was going to be a fire from the fight that they would come in as like. They're ready. Yeah. Because. Like, that's a really specific thing to decide yeah. that you're going to dress up as today. That hat's on. They yeah. were all geared up. <laughs> Unless they, like, just murdered an entire, like, crew of firemen as they seen everything going on. Like, this is going to be funny. They were on their way and just <laughs> yeah. saw a fire truck. Yeah. They and they were directed by Michael Bay. So they, they formed Voltron. and right. So they, they, uh, they beat up all those, and they get to what they believe is the Sinister Prime. Um... And then he gets captured and given to Captain America. That's not Captain America. And it's it never actually mistake. Sinister Prime. No. Yeah, it's clone. But you skipped over that. Back sounds hand. like it sounds like he leads uh, England. Like he's the Prime Sinister. <laughs> prime Sinister. <laughs> but he's American, so right. So Prime Sinister of America. He's not American. Yeah, I, he's not. Yeah, I didn't think so. I thought he was because he was alive for like a long ass time. Didn't yeah. Come from a different country. I just figured he traveled. He's a well traveled man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that gets us into 19, unless you guys have any more you want to talk about 18? Uh, uh, yeah, I got a Alex, couple more minutes on Voltron Sinister that we can Alex yeah. does that shit in 18, which stops Sinister. He overloads his power. Yeah. It, that's when it's first revealed that, like, he can overwhelm himself, and he starts sort of phasing. Yeah, he was it's like, uh, what was the word? See-through, I guess. It's like Transparent? Think of yeah, transparent. Yeah. yeah. Although, uh, after, after reading Hawks and Pox... I can see why uh, why Rosenberg killed off so many characters. It was just to kind of show that they're bringing everybody back with Hickman's run. Maybe, but also because he could, and he did it in a way that was badass. Well, yeah, because the, uh, they already knew Hickman was coming, so they knew that they could bring back whoever he killed. Because I think, like, if he was told, all right, do whatever you want, and then he came up with this story versus any other story he could have told... Like, I feel like a lot of times when people are like, okay, well, we're going to end this era of the thing and move on to the next one, so do whatever you want, they can kind of, like, do just a bunch of Yeah, he's got stuff. a lot of creative freedom. Yeah. Just the, I mean, he removed one of Cyclops' eyes. Yeah. Which didn't end up mattering, yeah. even in Rosenberg's room. Well, he could just shoot his beam a little less hard. Yeah. It, and for a while there, it was drawn thinner, but then they forgot. Yeah, and then yeah. he had, like, headaches and shit for a second, but then it was done and back to normal. Yeah, well, that was taken care of all through uh, um, War of the Realms. Oh, was it? Yeah. it? yeah. And they said it would like repair his stitches if he Yeah, he kind of healed through that. And by the time you get back into like uh, Rain's funeral and stuff, he's pretty much healed. I wonder if that bullet's still in there. When he shot his optic blast, he shot a bullet out with it. I guess he, yeah. The first one he shot after that would probably have a bullet in it. So he would have literally shot a bullet at somebody. Out of his fucking eyes. That's or dope. unless it fell into the other universe, the punch dimension. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <It was> disintegrated. <laughs> the red punch dimension? Yeah. Holy Which shit. sounds delicious. It does. 
Because also, punch it's, is red. It's actually... Every, a fruit punch is always red. It turns out the whole time he was summoning from the Hawaiian punch dimension. <laughs> hey, that dude packs a punch. It goes right through your walls. It's just the Kool-Aid man bursting through his face. Oh, man. That's Pat funny. Scott needs to say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's one from a pro. Just, just oh, yeah. That's just the, the commercial... <laughs> so you want to go into issue 19 then yeah uh so 19 is kind of emma's perspective now of everything and it shows like how like way back in x-men black she kind of tricks the x-men into helping her regain power of the hellfire club and then leaves yeah. the x-men and becomes the black king of the hellfire club which again that is the only x-men black book that they've done at Any, least yeah. a little bit of anything with yeah you can argue that, like, there's subtext in uh, Mystique's that maybe it ties in also. Because she becomes the White King. Yeah, uh, maybe. But, like, definitely not with Juggernaut and uh, with Magneto. No. And then, I guess maybe with... Mojo might still be dating that girl. Yeah, but they've, he's just gone. Which, the only one of those stories that I wanted to see further into... Uh, what's the Juggernaut one? That was a good story. I, ironically, did kind of a like one of the worst ones for me to read, just because the art sucked so much. But that's but the one he, they could have done so much it, with. Just a lot of potential, yeah. A fucking a Juggernaut five times the power uh, power that he had, or like depending on what the other crystals did, if like one made him into a super genius, they could be like the fucking talismans from Jackie Chan. I was Adventures. literally just thinking Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs> yeah. Like, each one so gives like you a one, different power? Yeah, one makes them super fast, and then... The, one lets them fly? Yeah. Oh, we need to call Marvel. Yeah. I love this idea. He's <laughs> like... Juggernaut. Mix with Jackie Chan Adventures. Yeah. For all the crystals of uh, Sidorak. I love this idea. Yeah. Well, they hated it, apparently, because they did not do anything with it. Oh, it could have been so cool. Um, yeah, so you get Emma's perspective of everything that happened, and it uh, shows you two kind of what happened to the new mutants a bit more after the end of well new mutants when they get uh, captured by one because right away like and if you want to listen to how the new mutants got <laughs> caught by one uh go and listen to our halloween special where we talk about that yeah dead souls yep <sighs> it's just you can keep going on we have to talk <sighs> ourselves <laughs> stop yeah. throwing up into the mic i was clear my throat thank you <laughs> Emma. So, it shows uh, Emma is like hosting a dinner party with the court of uh, the Hellfire Club, ba- basically the brand new court of the Hellfire Club that she's recruited. And you see like uh, Vanisher is like her butler. You don't see Vanisher. Oh yeah, what happened to him? I well, thought he was do. dead. Yeah, I thought so too, but apparently not. Um, and you have Elixir there, who's like basically a teenager still, or, like just after being a teenager like he still feels like he's a student of theirs and she, at one point she even tells him like you're the fucking black bishop of the hellfire club stop calling me miss frost call me emma and uh and marrow for some reason is like her black queen right i don't know yeah but she was there and it was weird she was there like she took her under a wing as like a protege uh and it seems like they're just doing like really preppy lofty shit like nothing amazing are beneficial, but they're talking yeah. about starting a new school for mutants. That that makes more sense with Emma though leading the Hellfire Club, just wanting to expand the business part of it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like, because she doesn't care about, like, dominating the world. She just... Which, I mean, was, like, the weird thing about the way the X-Men treated her at the end of X-Men Black. Was just like, fuck you. We helped you to get a business, you dick. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, I did help you, you with all those You years. got the uh, Sebastian <laughs> Shaw out of our hair. Like, yeah. she kind of helped him out. Like, I'm going to collect all their enemies and just put them away. Yeah. So it gets shown that she was attacked by uh, the New Mutants, uh, all warlocked out. And at first she thinks that they're just robotic versions, but then she realizes that they are them. Um, and then fights uh, with Guy and uh, Danny and Shan, I think were the ones that were all there. Yeah. Um, she gets beaten, though. And then all the mutants there get taken in and they all get these devices implanted in them that have the cure inside the device well actually no uh first she gets put into a cell uh and tortured but like through like super bright lights and uh, in time basically with all these inhibitors and uh, weird psychic feedback loop things happening uh until she breaks and then she's the reason why there ends up being a cure because she mentally suggests to a knoll to get the serum beast had the, the sample he had left all the way from there which is powerful yeah, did we yeah. did we mention did they uh, did they already do why Emma's doing all this, or am I getting ahead of herself? I think you're getting ahead of yourself all because right. right now, you know, she doesn't. She's just trying to survive, so she's like, all right, I know of a cure or whatever, um, and then she's starting to think. She start. She's trying to think ahead of how to undo the bad she just did. She legitimately does a messed up thing so that she can stop getting tortured. Um, she wakes up in a room and Callahan, who's the director of ONE, who's been the one uh, talking to her, comes in. He's like, hey, so great news. And throws her a newspaper and is like, uh, no more X-Men. So you can help us clean up the rest of them. And uh, that uh, serum of yours works perfectly. And, you know, with any luck, we're not going to have any new mutants born. I like how much confidence this guy speaks with. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And just meanders to Emma. Yeah, if you could just do the thing, you know, we got a couple things taken care of. Yeah. She got a man. Well, he, I was kind of just hoping he'd help us out. Well, he tells her, too, that, like, because, uh, like, anything she was thinking about, like, having Beast reverse it or whatever, don't bother because he's dead. Because all the X-Men are dead. Uh, and oh. it even says that, like, apparently, like, Legion and X-Men had it out. and Yeah, it's the end for them. Yeah, as a... As far as he knows, just telling her the truth. Yeah, and is glee about it. Yeah, he's pretty stoked. Yeah. But he should know that they always come back. <laughs> You'd think. It's a running joke in X-Men that, like, oh, yeah, dude, nobody's dead for long. So uh, Emma starts trying to figure out ways to undermine Callahan uh, and fix things, and then she discovers that Scott's alive because she reads his thoughts randomly. And then there's actually a really, I think, great moment between the two of them which like it sucks because it made me think back to like later with gene like why they keep making scott and gene like soulmates when emma in terms of like relationships well and they always make cared about him they always make emma out to be like oh it was his bad influence and he's like this like he should lean more towards gene because everything emma did made him a bad guy yeah. And, like, she was just by his side through everything. Like, she actually 
loved him. Yeah, she was a down ass bitch. Jean just like, but like not in a derogatory way. Yeah, <laughs> but Jean was just like fucking around on him the entire time. Like, oh, I can't decide between you and this five three hairy guy. <laughs> so that didn't happen though. <laughs> a little bit. It happened a little bit. She's fucking both of them right now. That might be happening for real. That Maybe is happening. Now, but well, we don't know that before yet. she died. It's pretty confirmed. <laughs> it's pretty heavily insinuated. They're, they're posting articles everywhere about it right now. About how they're, they're it's insinuated. They don't know yet. They don't before know Jean yet. Before Jean died, she was always turning down Wolverine. She never did shit with Wolverine. She kissed him. Yeah, a, a couple times. Not before she died. Which time? The first time. <laughs> she dies all the time. She could have fucked him so many times between resurrections. In in Phoenix and Song and War Song, that's what I was saying. It's weird because Scott clearly says like he wanted Emma, not Jean, and he decided that when they were both alive, like in New X Men. Oh, just before Jean died, though. Yeah, I mean that's when he was hooking up. Was started hooking up with Emma. With Emma. No, that's when he like he was like I made my decision, and then before he could say what it was, Jean died. Jean died. Yeah, it's, but he, he said is the right. He way. said in that book that he chose Emma, and he loves Emma, not Jean. And now here this bullshit is again. Yeah, it is. Well, they, they erase his entire uh, memory of his relationship with Emma, though. Garbage. Who? What? Remember it, what we're talking about right now. Whenever they meet up, he's like, sorry, did we have a relationship? Uh, who are you saying erase? Are you t- talking about the writers did? Or are you talking about Somebody like, in the story? In the story, they uh, erased oh, okay. Scott's entire memory of Emma. Well, they Emma erased her memory everyone's memory of her so yeah. that she could work in the shadows so that's what i'm getting to at this point so in order for her to be as effectively manipulative as possible the sound effects say shrek shrek and in order for her to be as effectively manipulative as possible she erased the uh the memories of her from all the x-men that's why uh at the end of the book uh of of Rain's funeral, when they're all fighting at uh, he, was it Harry's hideaway, right? Yeah, yeah, Harry's hideaway, which sounds super anal. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a dive bar, so. I mean, in that anus. There's definitely some people getting a Harry hideaway. I'd imagine Harry would hide away his anus. Did they ever say that's a gay bar? I don't know, but it sounds like it's it. a. Pr- there's it a is now. <laughs> it, it was a bar that happened to have a jail cell underneath it. So that also is true. <laughs> Who knows oh. what was going on? They there. did not That's build that cell. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, it's a bad name for some place where you want to hide away. But that uh, Juggernaut's the only one that remembers she's even a person yeah. at the end of that. Got that helmet on all the time. Yeah. So they show that at the beginning, uh, w- like way back in the annual, like well after the annual. Uh, in X-Men 11, the way you see Scott kind of depressed and sad. Um, sad boy. Sad, sad boy Scott. Sad clops. <laughs> sad clops, yeah. <laughs> uh, she she goes to him in that moment, and she's talking to him, and is talking about how much she loves him and how glad she is that he's alive and how she's just got to find a way to fix things so that they could be together again. Uh, and you and she touches his hand and everything, and you realize he doesn't see her at all and isn't hearing her because she's psychically blocking him from being able to. Um, and then leaves him to then be like, all right, we got to fucking settle this all and fix it. And because she believes, uh, having probed his mind, he's going to put the X-Men together if he can, and he's going to keep trying to save mutants, and he's going to keep trying to be a hero, and knowing Callahan is going to get himself killed because of it. 
So she's trying to figure out a way to solve yeah. the problem. Well, in that book, he, and he straight up tried to uh, get himself killed until Wolverine sauntered out of the trees. And Which is another thing she does. Yeah, uh, she, she goes to Wolverine. Yeah, she uh, messes with his mind, too. Yeah, influences him to keep an eye out for Scott. And, uh, yeah, goes on. Uh, oh, fuck. I actually just lost my place there. Uh, and um, There you <laughs> You're all right. Issue 20. <laughs> no. yeah, oh, I don't know if it happened yet, but when Juggernaut was talking about Emma and was like, you don't remember her? You were like all over her all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that show was funny. That was funny. Um, <laughs> you know, part of a had to be like, damn, like I got on that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like you imagine just somebody being like, oh, yeah, like that chick, you banged her. And you're like, oh. All right. Yeah, I did. Don't. <laughs> oh, I, I remember what I was going to say. So. Callahan discovers that the X-Men are alive and then goes to, like, fuck her up, and he kills Vanisher. Again. Like, because she didn't believe that, Vanisher like, is just made to die. Well, he's kind like, of. He's like Jean Grey. Well, well he didn't know he was going to kill Vanisher. It just turned out that, like, that was the allergic reaction to the cure in Vanisher's brain. And then he just turned to goo in the street. But, like, um, it is actually either... No, it was before the X-Men thing. It was... She was out shopping with Marrow, and then he shows up, and he's like, hey, you skipped out on my call. And she's like, hey, I'm going to melt your brain. And, like, she grabs, makes him grab his gun to shoot himself. I remember that line, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to melt your brain. Yeah. And he's Even like. Even with this dampener on, he had that thing around his yeah. head to stop her, and it didn't. Yeah. She was like, next time get stronger dampeners, bitch. And he's like, well, you do that, and they'll trigger the thing I put in your head, and you'll lose your powers. And she's like, whatever. And then he's like, well, you like your friend Vanisher? And then she, he does it to him, and he turns to goo. And she's like, maybe you're serious. Well, yeah, because I think she didn't believe him. She said, like, you would have turned it off by now. Yeah, if you could have. Yeah. Uh, why would you have let someone as powerful as me go? And he's like, well, I could still use it. But that's actually a pretty solid, like, criticism why would you let someone as powerful and duplicitous as Emma Frost? I mean, it didn't work out in his favor. Well, so. it just because exactly, she, like, she always would... finds a way to double-cross somebody That's what happens. she needs to. He thought he was smart. Yeah. You think you're smart? <laughs> With them fucking glasses? <laughs> Got his head cut off for that shit. Uh, dude. Uh, Joseph oh, did. Quanin. Joseph. Cut oh. his head. Right, the clone of Magneto. Oh, I was talking about uh, was Callahan. Ca- huh? Callahan. Got his head cut off by Wolverine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joseph uh, got his head cut off by Quan. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he just showed up and just to die. The the best part of that book, too, was, like, when Scott realizes it's not Magneto, that it's Joseph, his clone, and he says it, and Joseph's like, ah, I, fucking, I wasn't going to tell them yet. <laughs> like, to the Brotherhood, they all thought it was Magneto. Like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was doing a thing. <laughs> you killed the bit. <laughs> um, anyway, so he, Callahan gets on her about the X-Men being alive and him keep, her keeping them a secret from him. And then that's when she's like, look, we can have them do the work for us and be more effective. And that's when that list that Scott came up with early on in the series comes from is that these are all the groups that O&E want taken out. So that sets uh, that up the whole like it explains uh why they were being imprisoned and shipped off to fake captain america and then they were going off to one issue 20 
Yeah. Uh, you're like you're you're like you're reading to children. Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> well, it feels like it sometimes. <laughs> Issue twenty. Uh, the nasty boys die. Yeah, nasty boys. <laughs> and that's that's it. That's, that's the most Shinobi important Shaw thing. He fingers himself to death. Yep, finger bands. One hundred percent. What happens? <laughs> so he finger bangs himself to death. They are some nasty boys. Yeah. No, I guess this is a random uh, mutant group called the Nasty Boys. I don't even. I don't know who the Nasty Boys yeah. are. Uh, the deep cuts in the X Men, I'm sure. But the X Men show up to do what they think is what they've been doing, working with Captain America. And uh, it turns out to be uh, Exodus, right? From the Marauders. Uh, I don't know. All, all I know is Fabian was there. Cortez, right? Or yeah, I thought isn't that his other name, Exodus? I thought uh, like that. I was don't know. They name. always call him by his name for some reason. I guess. But he was all like, "You killed my team," and they were like, "Nah, it was another guy. <laughs> he got killed." <laughs> and then yeah, Shinobi Shaw was there, and so they were fighting. They were all like, "Well, we're hunting the most dangerous game, mutants and extinction." And like, "Well, aren't you also mutants?" And they're like, "Shut up." <laughs> Well, they kind of knew that the X-Men were on the wrong side here. And the X-Men were like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they, they knew the X-Men were hunting. And the, the X-Men didn't know that that's what they were doing, was hunting mutants. Uh, they thought they were just trying to help Cap. Meanwhile, uh, a boy gets the vaccination for his mutation and gets all fucked up. Yeah, ex- like explodes. Yeah. And uh, they're just like sitting in a park one day. Because uh, that's what the X-Men do when they're trying to not get murdered well normally it's baseball but now they don't have enough people for a team <laughs> they don't yeah. well for two teams anyway yeah Just play some basketball or something <laughs> do five by, do five on five yeah. well except their point guard is missing an eye so he can't pass the ball he doesn't have depth perception yeah, but he's got geometry powers so he'll still do good <laughs> that is a good point that's why they can't play he can make any shot from anywhere probably those damn geometry powers he's bouncing the shit off and, backs and, under, and his center is fucking eight foot ten <laughs> anyway uh, Captain America shows up, and he's all like, what the fuck, guys? And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> and he's like, uh, what'd you, why'd you, like, poison all of mutant kind? Oh, yeah, we glossed over something, though. No, no, I, 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 know, I know. I was, because it does it weird in the book. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Because they're like, what are you talking about? And then it's like, goes back. <laughs> yeah, it does and, that phasey memory thing. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and it turns out that, like. <laughs> I wonder what life was like back then. Back then. <laughs> yeah. Back then. That uh, they were with um, Dark Beast, and that's when they found out Dark Beast was, was like, oh, I did it. I have a cure for the cure. And they were all like, what? Wait, Scott had you working on a cure? Which also was weird. Didn't anyone see that Dark Beast was doing chemistry shit while imprisoned? Yeah, who was supposed to be watching him again? The Madrox. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, he doesn't pay a lot of attention. And, and Warlocks. Yeah. Well, there was that one scene where they were like playing strip poker, <laughs> yeah, with each other, <laughs> with each other. Like not, that was just not exciting. Yeah, it's like, aren't you supposed to be guarding prisoners? Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to see my dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's like so conceited that he's Ugh. he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get me naked. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, see, so yeah, Dark Beast was all like, yes, yeah, God asked me to come up with a, a solution for the cure. And Scott was just like, I was just exploring all the possible things and then was going to talk to you guys about it, whether or not we we're going to implement it. And they were like, how dare you? It's disgraceful and all that stuff. And it kind of splits the team over the, just the action of having him develop the thing in case they wanted to do it. Ultimately, everyone but Havoc votes for it. 
Uh, and Beast is like, yeah, you take this. It's a powder thing. You put it up at these different crosswinds, and it'll cover the earth. And at a certain point in time, just it'll get to all the population. And that when they go to vaccinate a child for the X gene, if they have the X gene, this will latch onto the X. Well, it'll latch onto the cure, stopping the cure from latching onto the X gene. And then that's how they they'll keep their mutation. So then goes back. And they were like, hey, we, what are you talking about? We, uh, we're helping kids. Are you okay? You seem to, <laughs> you seem like your brain's, like, not following no. your mouth. No, they were like, what are you talking about? Like, they were like to Captain America, like, what are you talking about? We were helping kids. Uh, and he's like, you put kids in a coma. And, like, I think one died or some shit. And they were like, wait, what? And then they find out, like, Beast is like, yeah, I did the thing I said I was doing, but also there's another side effect where yeah. it's like some one of them in every die six kids is, kid will die or yeah. something. And we'll, this like we'll see whether or not they truly hate us now if they'll inject this into their kid, knowing that there's a potential for them to go into a coma and or die. Yeah, like if your kid does have the X gene, your kid's like yeah. could die. And he even says something about like it was always his plan, and that he was working with uh, Sinister. On like Sinister had helped him out, so that was weird. Yeah, also, that's when they found out that they weren't talking to the real Captain America. Yeah. that was the real Captain America, and they said something about meeting with them in the past. Yeah, he's like, well. you've been so helpful up till now, and, like, why yeah, are you being why a are you dick? dick he's like, hey, the last time I saw Scott, I was at a hate rally. Yeah, yeah I was <laughs> participating in a hate rally last time I saw you. So the, like, oh, I don't know stole, what the fuck you're talking about. They stole Nemesis, so, like, all right, Nemesis, you're coming he's with us, He's just got please. a big swastika on his shield. That is a great point. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was a funny thing uh, that happened too. Is like Nemesis just happened to be with Captain America, and Scott was like, "Ilyana, grab Nemesis, let's go." And, <laughs> and they go back to Beast, and Nemesis is all like, "Yeah, he thought he was smart." Oh, the best thing that happens though, oh yeah, is that Ilyana, like while Beast is like in his villainy monologue, just teleports him into the ceiling, yeah. decapitating him by the ceiling. Yeah. Which we posted the picture on, uh, on uh, Facebook. Oh, there's so many pictures of it, too. Yeah. It's like three different panels, all it's different so angles. It was great. It was great. And they're like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice, like, there was one that was, like, pretty brutal where there's, like, actually blood flowing? Yeah. Yeah. With those spider legs dangling. <laughs> yep. It's, there's so many X-Men villains where they're, like, spider legs. That's what we're going to do. Slap on everybody. Yeah. Oh, meanwhile, Wolverine and uh, Quanin are all like, hey, fuck you, Mystique and uh, uh, Emma Frost. Like, not caring at all what their plan was. Like, and they're just trying to fuck them up. And uh, the weird mask people for the Hellfire Club, I don't know why that's still a gig. I don't know why anyone's applying for that job. Probably pays good. I don't know if that's the case. Yeah, I don't know why anybody's signing up to be a henchman anywhere. You- if you're one of those goons for the Hellfire Club, you know Wolverine's going to kill you. I, I, Yeah. I blame the education system. Because she's all like, all right, I think he said something about like you and what army, and she's like, this army. Even if it's not those words, it's basically what the situation is. And didn't they say, too, like, they're, they're dying out there. And she's like, that's their job. Yeah. She's like, they're doing their job. And she's like, they're dying. He's like, yeah, that's their job. Yeah. It's like, duh. It literally is. They exist to get killed by Wolverine. That's what we hire them for. They, they literally knew the job when they signed on. That's, like, the one thing about the Star Wars prequels that actually makes any sense. It's like, like we just got one guy and uh, cloned him a bunch. bunch. Yeah. So we don't need volunteers because nobody wants to volunteer to be cannon fodder. Yeah. And then we just, like, you know, make them not think it's bad. Yeah, we get the, we control their brains. We get the best soldier we can find. And from that, 
will make a bunch of super easy people to kill. He is a dick to Meryl for kind of no reason, because she's just sort yeah. of there. She's just like, well, I'm just trying to be with a new mutant group that's trying to start schools and shit. Uh, <laughs> and, like, I thought it would be cool to wear black dresses. And Wolverine's like, well... That sucked. It's like guts her. <laughs> and then tells Elixir, like, hey, go save her. Leave these two so I can kill them because they're not worth your time or whatever. Uh, yeah, and then they all get fucked up by uh, O&E shows up. And he's all like, this is a new low and whatever. Yeah, he finds, he finds out they're working together. But Mystique fucks up Quanin. She does. Oh, my God. Um, man, that that was like such a dope page, basically. Just the like a fight scales. between her and Quanin. Uh, at one point, she turns into uh, Electra, and then she turns into that one chick with the fucking six arms. Spiral. Spiral, okay. yeah. And then she turns into um, Quanin. He's like, well, usually, like, it's jarring for someone to fight themselves. Maybe it's just not the right you. And then she turns into Psylocke in Quanin's body, and that's what fucks her up. Yeah. That was dope. That was a cool fight scene. Yeah, it was good. Because it was, like, stated that she's better than her, so she had to, like, use mind tricks to yeah. beat her. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much 20. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> you I, you don't have to bookend okay, well, each right. one with... Uncanny 21 now. <laughs> God damn it. God, God fucking damn it. So tr- they remember triage as a character, and then immediately dismiss him as a character. Yeah. He heals Wolverine, and then they're like, fuck you and your powers... I liked how defiant he was. He's yeah, that was cool. He's like, he's like, fuck you, I'm an X-Man. And then he's like, word X-Man. That's my slave name. <laughs> yeah. Call him Christopher. He's like, no. Yeah, it's triage. triage. Yeah. This <laughs> is a Magneto in the second X-Men movie. He's like, no, what's your real name? It's like, I'm John. Like, <laughs> not your slave name. <laughs> your real name. He's like, I'm, um... Pyro? Um, <laughs> like, that's the word he just thought of in that moment. He's thrown off because he's not Australian. Fireboy. <laughs> that's better. <laughs> By the way... My hands. As, as cool as the name Pyro is, that should have went to somebody who can shoot Make fire. Yeah. Uh, he manipulates it and... <laughs> He throws it. His name should be Flamethrower. <laughs> or Lighter Boy. <laughs> lighter. That just makes him sound like he's 10 pounds. I'm the Lighter Boy. I'm the Flamethrower. <laughs> Alright, so 21. Yeah, <laughs> just all about triage losing his powers, really. <laughs> Nothing else happens. Alright, so 22. <laughs> Actually, no, 21 is such a, such a dope issue. Which, like, 21 could have been the conclusion all in its own. Because it's the X-Men going and attacking O&E um, to, to end everything. And, man, so much happens. Wolverine finds Velocidad, who's the kid uh, who, who could speed around. Who's one of the, uh, the five lights that Hope fixed the powers for. But, like, his whole power was that he had super speed. But in reality, he his lifespan just moved faster than everyone else so he would like oh, he, yeah, he yeah, would yeah. get that, older as he used sucked. his power yeah yeah and it turned out they were using him to create the uh warlock clones that would so because apparently his body incubated well with the warlock thing like and to just make a bunch of them it would rapidly to age mature them. Yeah, yeah, yeah to mature them i was i just feel like warlock's introduction to something is what ruins it yeah so he's like <sighs> i like warlock himself but this ridiculousness was not cool. Yeah, they kind of just turned him into a virus to kill everyone. That's what they always really do with him, though. And well, as a character, he's awesome. Yeah, well, he's a nice guy. 
Yeah, but they how they always use them makes them suck. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But uh, uh, and Wolverine does the stabby in the chest thing to someone he cares about, where he's just like, "This is every issue that Wolverine's in." I yeah, I know, but I mean like the pity kill, like that it, it happens. In in the first X Men movie, he does it to himself. He does do it to himself, <laughs> but I mean not on purpose. No, it's on purpose. What? When he's in the Magneto. Oh, <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. For some reason, I was thinking he got it shoved in. Yeah, to get out of the the because Magneto he had the the, the the he was like strapped in and yeah. he had to cut through what was behind him. Also, you'd think Magneto would be holding him by his own skeleton too. <laughs> that was dumb. All yeah, right, yeah, it was dumb. Well, I guess he didn't want to use the powers anymore. He just strapped him and left him. Yeah, and because uh, he had fucking Toad was already dead. So he just had Sabretooth there. I guess, but if you magnetize Which, if he knew what happened to a toad when it was struck by lightning, he could have survived. He should have just strapped the arms or the wrists, then he couldn't do nothing with his claws. No, but he he wanted to be cool and uh, make him uh, Dracula pose. Dumb. Magneto will never do that again. But when you magnetize metal, right, doesn't it just stick anyway? Like, afterwards? Because you've magnetized it. Yeah, they cut. I don't think he makes shit magnetized, does he? That's why he didn't fall off the top of the... uh, uh, but I'm just saying, can't he? Can he? Yeah. Like, you'd think that, like, he just would magnetize Wolverine's skeleton and then just set him against a thing that's metal and now Wolverine's just kind of stuck there. Like a kid who's, like, you know, stereotypically bullied with their underwear, like, put on a coat hanger or something. <laughs> like, and they're just like, oh, boat. I can't get down. And, <laughs> like, so, like, Wolverine's just on the side of a metal wall. Just like, oh, I can't so get down. So he's like a refrigerator magnet? Yeah. Oh. Exactly. He turns him into, like, the world's most expensive refrigerator magnet. I've never seen him do that, though. He should be able to, he is should. what I'm saying. Like, it should be within the boundaries of his powers. Also, he should just carry around random pieces of metal. He never does that. He, well, his helmet, I guess. But he doesn't use it like They're that. They're everywhere, though. I guess yeah. he doesn't really need metal that often because it's everywhere. Yeah, but everybody keeps on making plastic guns and fucking You know, he up. just always plans that Mystique is going to, like, just pump a bunch of iron into a dude's butt. Yeah. Makes... So that he can, like, <laughs> get it out later. Like, that's his go-to. Uh, yeah, anyway, so Velocidad, he dies. <laughs> um, Velocidad. After being a warlock factory. Uh, while they're fighting the Sentinels, though, because there are these big old warlock Sentinels, uh, Banshee gets stepped on. So that was fucked up. Yep. Another death. No, but he was already kind of zombified, but yeah. Yeah, he's pretty dead for a while. Now he's fully dead. Fully dead, yeah. Yeah. He has some dope moments, too. When he flew through that fucking frost giant oh, in War of the Realms, that was dope. Well, Because yeah, yeah, the only thing they could really use him for is like uh, to swing out and like hit somebody big. It's not like they could write him any lines. Yeah. So, uh, they uh, Callahan like, chimes in um, while the X-Men are fighting. Because uh, to pull off the plan, all this actually is predicated on, and, and we did actually gloss this over, is that uh, Emma has this plan to solve everything and beat Callahan that she puts into the minds of the X-Men, except for Wolverine because he's not there. He's already at the facility of uh, O-N-E. Um, and they're like, oh, shit, I guess that'll work, but we got to do all these things first to accomplish that. And so they go to get Elixir, um, and instead they end up only being able to get Wolverine. But while they're there... Callahan's all like, oh, Magic, you're back in range because I was going to deactivate your powers before, but, you know, you're out of range. But now, fuck you. Takes away her powers. And then she just fully demonizes, which was horrifying. 
Yeah, wasn't her line something like, the only thing holding back the demon was her powers? Or? That's what Scott says. That's what Scott says. Huh. He's like, you idiot, fucking, the only thing holding back the demon was the mutant. And so she's just like a full-on demon, just now killing any and everybody. But she still has her mutant powers because she activates the stepping discs for all those dudes, which is weird. Yeah, but I think that's just maybe a demonic take on it. I don't know. So maybe yeah, maybe the demon has like the same powers. Yeah. I mean, I guess she could have just cast a spell to do it, but it was just weird because it looked exactly like the stepping discs. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, like, how much does... Because, she, yeah, she's a mutant, but she's also, like, demon-based and magic-based. Like, how much her only of power, her... What is her mutant power? The even? stepping discs. The teleportation discs. Yeah. But, I yeah, mean, you could... Which seems like more magic than anything. But when you get into, like, demonic or alien stuff in Marvel, usually they can, like mimic things like you know the symbiote suit shoots spider webs that it shouldn't yeah. i mean i guess she can do inherently anything. be able to She's do that so yeah so maybe it's just like it was already influenced by whatever and it's just teleportation so it's just using demon magic to teleport but either way fucks up juggernaut for like no reason oh that was awesome yeah just takes the and she's all like oh fucking sidorak Grabs it right out of his chest, just reaches in there and takes. And then the throws him in hell or some shit. Like, like he becomes deep powered. He becomes all small. And yeah, tiny and tosses him. Um, oh man, it's just so fucked up. What happens to that dude? Because uh, there's something about when Kane gets tiny and all that juggernaut stuff, he just becomes like a baby in grown up clothes. Yeah. <laughs> but worse, because he just looks like a sad man. <laughs> Um, so, uh, but Hope, it turns out that because she's still in proximity of magic, has magic's teleportation powers, and teleports the rest of them, um, over, and then when, uh, when they get there, Miss, not Mystique, uh, sorry, uh, Emma is all like, alright, it's done, and she's got this big-ass scar in her, the side of her head, and, like, no one can remember us, no one knows who or what we are, like, mutants don't exist anymore. To the perception of the rest of the world. And that ends up being her giant master plan. She just all like perfectly. Like to get that out. She just like perfectly shaved a new like hip haircut. Into her head. <laughs> yeah funny that that's also kind of what happened. But it would. I think it would be something that she wouldn't want anyway. Like she's too like. Prissy. Pre- yeah. Like preppy and whatever to like that sort of like punk yeah she's style. Like, like she snooty. didn't keep it i mean she even flipped her hair over the side that was like just to show the scar basically yeah even for the rest of those issues she has her hair covering it yep um and then 22 so like everything comes back down like it, it's this big explosion of stuff that's happening and then that should be the resolution uh only for it to get kind of sad for uh scott really like he's just feeding squirrels and shit yep and then Danny comes over and she's like, so you know you're a dick, huh? And he's like, uh, yeah, I guess. He's like, you know, like people died, right? And it's your fault. And he's like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I wish it didn't happen. And she's like, yeah, you're an asshole. Yeah, and I don't then know how goes it, away. Everything like, is all his fault. Yeah, it's such a weird like conversation they had. Where he, he does say something that's kind of dickish where they're like, you know, they were soldiers. They knew what they signed up for. Like everyone, like I don't know. It's like a weird thing because when you say I would trade places with any of them if I could, and the other person acknowledges that that's correct, that they believe you, and then they're still an asshole, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, everybody always gives him shit, even though he's the mutant who's had the most weight on his shoulders 
throughout the entirety of mutant history. Yeah. And then he even gave up leadership. It was everybody. Yeah, I was about to say they were everybody voting voted. on everything, yeah. and he yeah. still got fucking blamed. <laughs> yeah. Well, they all voted to blame Scott. <laughs> yeah, it, like, literally it was a unanimous decision besides Havoc for them to uh, try to get the cure out there. And that was weird, right? The, because the anti-cure. Well, she asked, what she went to Scott for was she asked him, like, what do we do now? He was like, I don't know, what do you want to do? Yeah, he's like, I don't know what to do. I've only ever thought of, like, surviving. And now, suddenly, we're safe. But, like, because even then, like, he didn't feel good about it. He didn't feel good that they were in hiding. Like, what was it all for if we're hiding? Now? Yeah. Should have thought about that shit before they all agreed that they should do that plan. Yeah. Um, well, they, <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, let's do it. And immediately, they do it. Like, oh, that sucks. They, I think it's, like, buyer's remorse, though. Yeah. Like, he didn't, he, like, they knew it was well, the I think right it was thing more, that was do, That but... was their only option. Yeah. So, like, and the, his option sucked. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it just got undone right away anyway. And then Havoc, Havoc has been weird this entire, like, that's the one thing I don't quite understand what Rosenberg was doing. He's, he's been so, like, fuck you, Scott, you're the best yeah. dude in the world, fuck you. I, yeah, I even though Havoc so was and, just a villain. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, like, sitting up on his high horse. Even though he was in uh, the uh, astonishing run that Rosenberg wrote, he wrote him as somebody who's like everybody got the wrong idea about, and he understands what it feels like for everybody to be attacking him, even though he like is trying his best. And then ultimately taking responsibility to save everyone else. Like you know what, I'll t- I'll make the sacrifice so that you guys can get away. And then basically it becomes a battery at ONE's fucking facility. They did keep bringing up that he was a villain though, which was funny because he was like, "I was an Avenger." And Scott's like, "And a villain." He's like, "Put it also a Avenger." <laughs> I was, I was an Avenger too. Um, but I think this would be a good segue, like real quick, to go into um, Omega, Omega, because that's gonna lead right back into what happens next in Uncanny. Uh, that was weird, Omega. Oh, yeah. A lot of Omega was pointless. Well, I just want to point out real quick that the, I, I'm just noticing all the side books that did everything they could to set up Rosenberg. Like Rosenberg had all these side books that he got. And he just used them to set up his run. Oh, uh, yeah. Rosenberg's great. He set up, uh, like, through New Mutants. And then he did the Astonishing X-Men and was just sending people to O&E. And then, I haven't read it, but I think he did that. Uh, Phoenix Resurrection, he, he was part of that, right? Yeah, he did that. And then he I think he did Madrox, too. Or not Madrox, uh, the Multiple Band book. But I'm not 100% sure, and I haven't read that. I didn't read that either, so I don't know how so, that ties in. I don't know how that set up. I think you read it, right? I read it. I don't remember. It was kind of trash, so. <laughs> I love how we're all like, you only hate like... Rosenberg's excellent stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Well, I really liked See, this I've, I've heard the reviews uh, of it are really good. No, but, it's, but it's, I haven't read it personally. It just seemed point- I just don't like when it's pointless, and it seemed like it wasn't important at all. It's just funny, because we're like, like, man, Rosenberg, so smart putting all this groundwork together and, like, talking about how, like, masterful his writing's been. He's like, yeah, I don't know, that one was kind of trash. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, kind of fuck him. Dead Souls bit. was good. So. And he was part of uh, Extermination, right? Uh, extermination. What do you mean? Uh, which one was Extermination? The big event that happened up to Uncanny. I think that was just Brisson. I thought that was a whole team. I thought they were boasting a whole team. No, the first, the first ten issues of uh, Uncanny oh, was, the team was a whole team thing okay. that he was a part of. Yeah, but it, they they normally but advertise then when he gets to the when, annual and everything. But they normally advertise big when somebody is like building up towards something like that, and he just quietly kept on getting different X Men books and setting stuff up. Yeah, 
Like, because even because when you get to the annual and you realize like how Scott comes back and that that's tied to the whole Phoenix Resurrection thing, it was like fucking genius. I felt that. Yeah, even I mean that in retrospect, a lot yeah. of the stuff in that are a lot better. So I looked over to you, and Justin's just like, <laughs> "But at that, okay, well, at the what? time of reading that, that book was trash. But it makes a lot more. It makes it a lot better after reading X Men stuff. Yeah, I, I, <clears throat> oh. I like that he can tie stuff in. That's like a good uh, skill to have. Claremont yeah. did that a lot. A lot of the new writers that Marvel's pulled in, they've got they're really good at uh, collectively making sure everything fits and, and got new. And I think we had a bad filter at the time too, considering. Like, I think the three of us just really wanted Scott to come back. And then we yeah, kind of got honey-dicked by, like, him sort of showing up, but then ultimately getting killed off. Still and, the best part of that book. Well, and also, I I, I was a little upset when they showed a uh, ginger named Cassidy, and it wasn't Cletus. Because I Cletus. got super excited. I was like, holy shit, they're going to throw Carnage in this? Yeah. And then, no, it wasn't. It was fucking Sean Cassidy. But, I, I mean, you go back and you reread it and... I, I feel like there's a lot of interesting stuff that's still happening. I, you know, but it's also Jean Grey and it's Phoenix stuff, and so you don't care as much. But yeah, yeah. Well, because at the moment it was kind of just a side book for the sake of having a side book. Like I, I like, like explaining why Jean's here now. I liked how intense the duality of everything was. That like she's so powerful that everything while she's paying attention to it is like this, uh, bright, happy, just like Pleasantville type setting. And as soon as she's not paying attention to it, it's the destruction that the Phoenix Force actually is, killing everything around her. Yeah. And that's yeah. immediately changing as soon as she looks back to it. I can't remember it, what it is, but there's a, uh, a game like that where uh, it, the game is too detailed for the time it came out. So it's only loading what you see directly in front of you. Oh, okay. uh, but if you like no clip out of your character and you look around... Uh, nothing is loaded around you. It's just like what is right directly in your field of vision. Wow. That yeah, that's almost exactly what it was. Um, so yeah, uh, you so want to get into yeah, yeah Omega, Omega now. So it picks up basically with an internal monologue that uh, um, X Man is having Nathan is having to himself, but then also telling the X Men like. Because physically, they're at the ending of Marvelous X-Men where they all meet him and they need to have a talk after they kind of fight a bit. And also, it's flashing around to, like, just the world and him explaining his perspective of how how intricate and how connected he is into all... Like, he has a line where he's like, when you walk around, it feels like you're walking on my chest. Like, that's how tied into the world i am with this life crystal and whatever uh or life seed and uh then it's like all the other teams showing up to fuck them up kind of like the jail group and department x and stuff like well department x they don't really tie in um they're just sort of existing yeah Iceman is talking to angel and like i think they get coffee or something um and then they flash over to the uh, the cast of well, Iceman Jubilee Next Gen. and North Star still I think they're still riding and they throw a brick through that window and then Ice they end up scaring some little kids so then Iceman buys them oh a yeah shake. yeah we well, buys everyone a shake yeah shakes on the house or shakes on me I guess he's like shakes on the house <laughs> shakes on, that <laughs> you know, sounds like oh, a work a strip club <laughs> shakes on the house and it sounds like there's a bunch of air horns after it <laughs> oh uh, so um. So the shakes were on the house, right? Yeah. Uh, well, his house. 
Uh, and then he's like, oh, I'll take you to the Institute where you can learn how to use your powers for real. Because I mean, the kid's powers like, he can make stars. No, no, no. He, the kid scared the, the, the people. Really? That's what that was. Yeah, the kid, like, had a power outburst. Oh. And it scared everyone inside. So, like, even mutants are afraid of certain mutants. Was that a different place? Because they did, there was people eating and then a brick went flying through the window. I, I, I think the kid did it. Because he was the cause. And that's why, but he was like, oh, I got to cheer this kid up. Um, either way, it was stupid. It didn't matter. Yeah, it was pointless. Uh, it was pointless. The next gen cast gets shown. They're in jail, while there's rioting in the jail. Then it pans over to the actual like prisoners of, uh, was it Prisoner X? Yeah. And they escape and they steal some car, uh, and then they drive and then they're like, Lorna, can you make this thing fly? And she's like, Yeah, sure. And Gabby's like, I don't know if I can fly, uh, or drive a flying car. And he's like, You shouldn't be driving at all. Because also, why would she be steering? A, it's in the fucking sky. It's stupid. Yeah. Uh, they like literally crash like and then attack X Men like Gabby breaks her neck. Yeah, like her spine sticks out of her neck. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, of course, like when you have healing powers, anything and everything's gonna happen to you to fuck you up. Yeah, and everyone else is gonna be fine. Yeah. <laughs> like they're not gonna be like they all crash, but she's the only one hurt because she's the only one who could be better from it. Um, she did some type of strategic planning. Is like, oh, if we ever crash anywhere, I'm gonna be right in the point where. Like, the vehicle's built that way, so it just collapses <laughs> on one center point. Yeah, because everyone knows, like, the driver is supposed to die immediately in a vehicle when it crashes. Everyone yeah, else can be if fine. everything goes to yeah. plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only the driver dies. Uh, yeah, so, it's stupid. They're all attacking X-Men, and then Beast has some weird inhibitor thing that he's like, this'll get him. Which disappeared, by the way. He put that shit on him. It was there for, like, two pages. And then it was gone. Yeah. It was never taken off, and then he's using his powers again. It's like, what the fuck? Uh, meanwhile, they see one of those, like, rips in space and time, and they see a panel that was, like, literally in 21, where uh, they get back with only Wolverine. They don't have Elixir, and uh, Danny's like, what the fuck? We're going to have words. Like, where's Ileana? Where? And he's like, fucking, we got to deal with what's in front of us. You can say whatever you want to me after the fact. Which, I mean, she does, and she's kind of a bitch about it. But uh, they see that moment, and they're like, well, the actual X-Men are, they're still alive. The actual world's still alive, and we need to go. And there's like a rift where they're like, but the world, if we're listening to X-Men, this is also real. And all these people are also real. And if we kill Nathan, they all die too, and we all die. Like, there's this whole, like, he needs to die. He needs to pay for what he did. And then, like, the X-Men are like, no, no, you don't understand. We can't just kill him because then we'd all die. And some of them are like, well, we do want to go. And then others are like, well, I don't want to go. And then for some reason, like, the X-Tracks just show up. And Apocalypse is all like, love. <laughs> and they're like, fuck love you. Me. He brought him there. He was like, no, the X- he's like, you guys still don't get it. Because Nathan was trying to tell him, like, I made the X-Tracks to be your villains or whatever. And they're like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, you don't get it. <laughs> Just popped him up right there. And then Apocalypse was, yeah, like, started preaching immediately. Like, oh, it's my time? And then he's like, shut up. He's like, oh. Why do I feel like as he's, like, showing up, uh, you hear the Bee Gees playing? Like, you can tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man. There's this, like, weird moment, too, where Unveil and Apocalypse are like, we gotta get away so we can fight again. Hold up. And they go run off. Because <laughs> Unveil's, like, naked, but, like, her fucking... Her weird, like, <laughs> essence thing is, like, wrapped coming out of her ass. Like well, a fart gone. And again, I, because I, I didn't read the Omega of this. He showed up out of nowhere with somebody whose name is Unveil. Yeah, Unveil is the, um, the okay. mutant whose powers can make everyone remember uh, through the... So she's the opposite uh, of Forget-Me-Not? Yeah. 
<laughs> what a <laughs> shitty mutant. Uh, we'll have to cover Forget Me Not at some point, uh, along with uh, the worst uh, worst X Men. Well, she does other other stuff too. You yeah. seem too confident in that. Yeah, this. Well, because I don't know what the hell she does, but she was fighting Omega Red with Dazzler, so I know she was doing other stuff. Right, right here. The war never ends. Come unveil, there's still work to be done. And they're just like running away. No way! In like the dumbest way. And she looks like. Does he like have his hands behind him like Naruto running? Like, kinda, and she. Doesn't she look like the cloud's coming right out of her ass? Dude, yeah. he's totally yeah. Naruto she, running. She pooed that. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's stupid. And it doesn't matter because uh, um, Nathan's ultimately like, fuck all this. Fuck. And turns them all back to normal and gives them back their memories and is like, look, make your decision. You want to go, go. But all of you have to go if you want to go. And ultimately they do. Like, for some reason, Peter and Shadowcat still want to stay. Yeah. Which is weird. weird. Colossus is like, you actually like me in this world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the arc before this, he was an alcoholic hanging out with uh, Avic, which I mean, well, or just Russian, or just yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but he was drinking a lot, like for a Russian. Well, because he was about to get married, and then she like called it off. Yeah, like he thought he was gonna get everything he ever wanted, and then he got his wedding stolen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pipe broke a gambit. Yeah, so which, stupid. Which maybe not invite those people to your wedding because. They steal shit. Yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. To think I, well, about. He's a thief and he stole a fucking wedding. Well, his yeah. name is, like, he's Gambit. His whole thing is being a thief. And her name is Rogue, meaning, like, to go off the tracks. Yeah. So that is their and her whole, whole power is stealing other people's powers. Yeah. yeah. Her whole thing is just stealing from other people. Yeah. Meanwhile, you invite them to your wedding. They're in all the issues leading up to it. And you're like, I wonder why they're focusing so heavy on these two yeah. guys. They ha- while they have their own series. Yeah. Which was good. <laughs> I guess. I don't dislike them. It's That was just It was written, written really well. Kelly Thompson, Mr. Miss X, and uh, Rogan Gambit. Yeah, she's a, she's a good writer. So, it, it's a lot of philosophical bullshit, too, in, uh, in this issue, in Omega, of like, what is right, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So know, how do, how I they... keep trying to save you guys from yourselves while rewarding you, but you just wouldn't have it. You needed something to fucking struggle against, and... Whatever. But ultimately, they all decide to leave, uh, except Magneto. Which made no sense. He's like, you all have to go back, or none of you. Yeah. But I guess half of you can stay. Yeah, but it's like he creates a whole new persona of Magneto as he leaves. He's able to make a new one. Isn't that the plot to the Matrix movies? Uh, Some people can leave the fake world, and some people just stay there. Well, if you were born in the fake world, you have to stay in the fake world, I think. I think that's what it was. It's like only well, the ones not who brought person. in could then leave. Like so, it shows like all around the uh, the world. There's like a rip in space where now you see like other like glob and stuff. Like they're walking through the rip um, along with the team there. The only thing I don't understand is what if one of them didn't know that's what it was and didn't walk through it? Because of course, like why would you like? There's a rip in your dimension. Maybe right don't walk through it. Maybe be scared of it and go somewhere else. I mean, Nate's powerful. Maybe he just suggested they walk through it. Into their brains? Yeah. Well, they seemed confused, some of them. They're like, I guess I'll do this. It was like, are we supposed to? So where does this tie into Uncanny uh, 22? Right in the fucking middle of it. So Uncanny 22, um, they're all like, well, it sucks not being known. And even Havoc at one point is like, this is crazy, right? And he shoots a giant beam into the sky and no one's seeing them. Because uh, this is picking right back up where they were in the park. 
Um, and then suddenly they're attacked by Sentinels. And they're kind of pinned. And Scott's like, uh, well, the Hellfire Club's not far from here. We should try to get there. Because um, it turns out Callahan still had his fucking uh, helmet, thing. helmet thing. Like, he, he had a more advanced version. So he wasn't affected. Like, he has, like, a reverse Cerebro. Cyberno. Yep. Cyberno. <laughs> I hate the other cere- Cerebro names. Cerebro. Cerebra. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he was unaffected by Emma Frost. And he's like, I'm still going to fucking hunt all you guys. Because I have the power in these Sentinels. And I can just do that. Um, so he has these Sentinels going after Scott and uh, Havoc in this park. And Havoc says to Scott, you know, I always used to wonder why it was our powers didn't hurt one another. And then turns and says, I believed you were the best of us and something like, you know, prove me right. And does like a crazy, like Vegeta explosion. Suicide bomb. Yeah. And takes out the Sentinels there, allowing Scott to get back to the, uh, the Hellfire Club. But in the meantime, the Hellfire Club's getting attacked and they're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. That's when Callahan shows up, and uh, Emma's like, oh, well, great that you showed up so we can just kill you in person then. Fucking, because that was stupid. Um, and then doesn't Wolverine, Wolverine does kill him before? And they then they have to deal with the... The Sentinels still have oh, their directive. right. Um, the Sentinels are actually protecting him. Like, he can't get through to kill him, and that's when they... Uh, Madrox is like, uh, well, we'll create like a giant, yeah, because he is the multiple man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll create a giant distraction, um, that you'll run through, and uh, yeah, he dies. He <laughs> dies. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Cortez, he dies almost immediately, actually. When the Sentinels show up, they just fry him. Yeah, Warlocks died as well. And Warlocks uh, yeah, A lot tries... of people just get wiped out right at this part. Yeah, Warlocks... Well, because Emma can't get into the minds of the Sentinels. And so Warlocks uh, tries to override the Sentinels. This is the real Warlock, though, at this point, isn't it? Well, sort of. He's mostly Warlock. It's Warlocks because of Madrox. You know how they do the hyphenate name thing? Yeah. Yeah, so it's just like a weird one because... It sounds almost exactly like Warlock, but it still had an X. I wonder exactly how, because the end of New Mutants was Warlock taking over everybody. If, like, they just, the Warlock part of them, like, slinked off. No, that's what happened with Beast. Beast was able to uh, take it out of their bodies and put it all into a Madrox do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you had a mostly formed Warlock. Yeah. Anyway, he tries to uh, override the Sentinel system. It fails. The Sentinel's like, fuck you. We know what you're doing. Um, and cancels that. But what he did do was give them thoughts. Like he put his own kind of consciousness in there so that they would be able, they would be susceptible to uh, Emma Frost. And so she makes them forget what mutants are. But then Callahan's like, all right, fine, fuck it. You don't know what mutants are, but you know to do what I say. And then gives them a, like a, some, you know, code directive to override and then to do something specific. And then that's when Scott and Wolverine are like, okay, we got to kill Callahan first. Um, then Madrox does the multiple man shit, and then they all get killed. But Wolverine gets to Callahan and kills him. But the Sentinels are still there. And Wolverine and Scott are kind of pinned. And they're like, all right, well, I guess this is it. 
and they do the whole like it was an honor fucking fighting alongside you thing and then they go out and as they go out or they're getting ready to go out and then storm shows up and asks if they needed help and you see all the x-men from the uh age of x shit or the age of x-man shit yeah come Heavy through metal theme starts playing yeah and they're like shoes. fucking up the sentinels now so it's like holy fuck we lucked out uh but then uh oh just before this wolverine kill sinister oh yeah it yeah goop. that's the thing yeah um, wolverine kill sinister that was great um and he, he, he turns to goo uh because it wasn't the real sinister no it's never the real it's just another clone he even when it's like Miss Sinister, which we thought was supposed to be the real Sinister for the longest time, is like, yeah, nah, it's still, another still one. not the real one. Nope. It's never the real Sinister. I don't think there ever was a real Sinister. <laughs> well, it had to be a Sinister Prime. But didn't have to. An initial Nathaniel Essex. He just chills and lets the clone just do all his work. Yeah. He's like at home reading a book. It's all clone of Sebastian Shaw, calling it now. So then Jean shows up, and then she kind of does this thing where she just fucking ignores Wolverine, walks right past him, and ignores. Uh, Emma and Emma's looking all fucking butthurt and then they just start making out with she just starts making out with Scott and LaRocca draws it with like a big old handful of ass for Scott like that was a really specific a lot of booty in yeah that picture it was a really specific drawing he did there um, and then there are, then it's like well do we do this do we just keep it so that people don't remember us and live in the shadows and Scott's like fucking that sucks though and i mean if it was up to me like i I don't want that like because this all would have been for nothing and we thought you guys were gone and i was trying to think of the next generation of mutants and who was going to protect them with everyone gone we're here and i i say no but it can't be my decision and everyone else is like well we're with you and so and so then no we want to listen to what you said so we can all blame it on you (laughs) yeah they always do they're like like he tries to share leadership and they're like, no, no, you keep doing it, so it's still your fault. Yeah. Yeah, because Danny told us what she said, but then in the, given the context, it didn't make sense. We didn't want you to have an argument back, so, you yeah. know, it's your, it's your, it's your job again. Uh, but there's a, an exchange where Wolverine's like, we'll lose all this if you do it. It'll mean war. And that's when Cyclops, like, blasts near a cop, and they're like, oh, shit, it's the X-Men. And he's like... You know what, Wolverine? I just realized we were always at war, and that's the end of the book. So it, it ends exactly the opposite of, uh, of Bendis' run. He blasts that uh, helmet thing. Apparently, that once you destroy that, it made everybody remember. Oh, I, I guess, but um, still, it was Emma's concentration. Like, she was, like... Well, she was she holding that the... thing in her hands. Scott blasted it, and, that, and that's when they were like, what? The X-Men are here. Really? Yeah. I thought he blasted at the cop to get his attention. Yeah, I, I guess it would just be um, like an assumption of like that helmet has some type of signal it sends out to keep people where they were. Yeah, but it seems kind of weird that it's like just that little helmet was holding onto it. Just because it'd be so easily destroyed. <laughs> uh, I, I, Someone pulls a wire. Yeah, Actually, that's a really good point. The, I was confused because the panel was above the one with the cluster. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they were just. Because uh, it makes more sense. When you now. said it like that, it's like he's. Provoking a cop, you blast near the cop. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> yeah, that's what. <laughs> he's like, that's oh, red like, and I was always confused by it because I was like, what he just? Because it just Talk shows him. him blast the thing with a hand. Yeah. There, so it looked like he just blasted near a cop because then it's the cops and they're like, the fuck, <laughs> the X Men, get him. <laughs> 
And they are, like, kind of standing in a threatening manner. Kind yeah, they're, of. No, they're just all grouped up in a group. man, right now, because I just re-looked at it, and the panel just above that, yeah, behind Gene is Emma holding the helmet, and then he blows up the helmet. Also, he could have really hurt Emma there. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was rude. Yeah, but he didn't know who it was at the, until it blew up, so he didn't care. Scott? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the second oh, like, he real like, the second he would realize that he cares she's in danger is after she's... Of like well, no he knew longer in danger. He knew who she was. Yeah. Like, he already got his memories back from her. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. She, when she asked for help, she's gave, she's like, I'm giving you all your memories back. Yeah, we kind of glossed over that. That was, um, I think, in issue 20 or 21. She does go, like, I need your help. I'm giving you all your memories. And, yeah. And he gets there, and he's like, you're not bossing us around no more. And she's like, well, I got a plan. No, in 21. They're all yeah, arguing, so like, are we, are we get, like, uh, arresting her? Are we taking her in? And Scott's yeah. like, I don't know. I might be doing the dirty over here. <laughs> I might be telling you guys to leave the room. I don't, yeah. know. I don't know what I'm doing yet. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I think uh, all of us are pretty much in agreement that the, this is the best run of the X-Men that they had in a long time. Uh, up in a long time, yeah. yeah. I would put this next to the, um, I almost said Rosenberg. I would put this next to the Bandis run. Yeah, it, it, yeah, like I everything really like since run. Secret Wars for the X Men had been pretty shit, and this kind of was the revitalization. Uh, but yeah, that that's been uh, the Ro- Matt Rosenberg X Men. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, everybody, yeah, if you're listening to this, remember to uh, go to the Facebook page and see. You can see the images that we post for this. Uh, we're gonna try to start posting them on our Instagram as well which are uh, at Mexmen Podcast for everything. Uh, if you're looking for the Instagram, for the Twitter, for the Facebook. Um, but, uh, yeah, go and like all the stuff. But that's it for uh, Mexmen. Oh, right? and if you want to buy stuff, we'll have uh, shirts for sale. on. Uh, By the time this was Keep released, Public, yeah. we should have, because this uh, this is being recorded a little, bit, a little while before we're actually going to have it up. You know what I think they expand it to? It's not just shirts. It's like shirts or mugs or whatever. Whatever yeah. they could post a... An image on bags and print an image on. Yeah, um, next time we record, we'll look a little bit into exactly what we can do for that. But yeah, if you're uh, looking for any type of merch that you can get with us, then we'll have some stuff that you can. Max Men on T Public. Max Men dildos coming soon. (laughs) Definitely those. (laughs) We're actually doing clone willies for all of us. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) but only flaccid. And they're all going to be crossed over with each other to make an X. <laughs> Boy, Tony's and Justice will be crossed over with each other. Yeah, I'm excited for that day. Oh, yeah. It'll be great. <laughs> we should practice. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, go uh, go like everything at the uh, at Max Men Podcast. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, for today. It was. That's <laughs> <laughs> for I made a strong decision there. I'm, I'm comfortable with it. <laughs> you should sign off like that every time. I, I have no idea what to you say. You should make that a sign off. That's the sign off. That's